A new way of living midlife is here. Are you coming? Welcome, I'm Ladanne Barber, ex-football mom, court warrior, and 22-year financial advisor, turned empty nester and life and business coach for midlife women. When my only child went off to college, I was hit with some truth. The truth that I was living in a passionless state in both my personal life and career. Despite my many accomplishments and all the things that I was grateful for, I felt like a wanderer in my own life. My passion meter was low and my self-doubt was lurking, which left me feeling uncertain and confused as to what was next for me. Fast forward to unpacking the woman I am at a deeper level and giving attention to my inner nudges. I'm now living a more aligned and energetic life with peace, clarity, and what I call now purpose. I created the Midlife CEO Show because I want to empower you through compelling interviews, inspo, and simple, actionable insights so you can do the same. If you're a midlife woman who desires the confidence and empowerment to step into your deeper desires, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, my friend. I'm so glad you're with me today. I want to get to today's podcast, but first, I just want to say Thank you, thank you, thank you. Today we are celebrating the 10th episode of the Midlife CEO Show. And truly, it would not be possible without you. It really wouldn't. You know, I want to share something with you, and it's not to brag. It is to inspire you because often we have this idea we want to become a coach or a designer or start an Etsy business or become a realtor. Like there's various things. And then by the time it reaches our brain, we can often say, but wait, there's so many realtors out there. There's so many coaches. There's so many people with businesses on Etsy selling the same stuff. But here's what I want to share with you. A friend shared this actually with me. And I have to tell you, I kind of had the same thought when I was thinking about the podcast. I was like, there's 4 million podcasts out there. And here I had a desire to have my message, my voice impact women around the globe. So I thought the podcast would be the ideal source for it. But again, 4 million podcasts. But here's what I want to share with you. Out of the 4 million Not everyone shows up. Not every realtor shows up. Not every designer shows up. Not every coach shows up. But in this case, out of 4 million podcasts, only 18% of those have gotten above 10 episodes. And of the 4 million, only 3.6 have above 10 episodes and have a weekly show like the Midlife CEO Show. So here's my message to you. Use caution when you see numbers like that and you talk yourself out of something that you desire to do. So besides the number, the most important thing for you to remember and for me to remember is that there is no one, no one that is you. So what you have to offer, only you can offer it. So when you find yourself getting talked out of it, I hope you remember this conversation and I hope you continue on your path. You know, it's so funny when you're doing a podcast, you know, because you're not in front of an audience. You're not like looking at a video, like a Zoom. It was a little awkward, to be honest with you, the first 
five episodes because I had to visually see you, right? Like just picture you because I'm in a room by myself staring at four walls. So, you know, this again, I hope I inspire you because sometimes you have to be willing to be so-called, quote, bad to be good and good to be great and great to be exceptional, that type of thing. So I thank you for giving me that space and that grace to show up and be with you as I kind of get settled in here. So thank you for that. So, all right, what are we going to talk about today? Here we are. Here we are in our 40s, 50s, 60s. And I personally think I'm a young chicken. I think I'm aging backwards, right? Like, I don't know about you, but that's kind of how I'm thinking right now. That's how I'm feeling. But society standards would say that, you know, when we're reaching that 40, 50, 60s, you're not really young yet, but you're not really old, you know, so you're kind of teetering between the two. You have some identity changes. There's events that are happening, empty nesting, creating a new relationship with your adult children, retirement, a milestone birthday, your body may be changing, you may be going through a relationship change. So there's some identity changes in that. And when you think about up to this point, many of our modes, if you will, our choices, the way we showed up was really guided by our children. Like, you know, we had children and then once we had children, like our identity was mom and we catered to them or our career helped us decide how to show up because we were so busy, air quote, busy balancing life. We didn't really take a whole lot of time to think. So we focused on our children, our marriages, our relationships, our careers, and there really wasn't a whole lot of space there. But here we are again in our 40s, 50s, 60s, and we have a lot more space. Many of us kind of craved that years ago, but now that we're here, what I'm finding even working with women like you is that it's like, ah, what do I do now? And a lot of that decision as to how you want to show up in your life is really all up to you now. And that can kind of feel a little heavy at times because sometimes it's easier for somebody to make the decision than to make it for ourselves. But today I want to talk about the three ways that you can show up. And sometimes you bounce in and out of them, but I'm going to focus on one of the three, but let's go over all three of those. And the first one is what I call coasting mode. That's where you said, you know what? At this point, I gave it my best shot and this is the best it's going to be for me. I'm just going to kind of see how it goes. Things are good. I'm just going to see how things go. And I'm going to always like look forward to the next, whether it's a vacation or somebody's wedding or retirement. And I kind of giggle at that because I had a very good friend that was in this coasting mode after her boys moved out of the, you know, finished college, moved out of the house. And on Facebook, she posted this countdown that she had four years, 
X amount of days, X amount of hours, X amount of minutes until retirement. Well, that's a real trigger for me. I I shared that in a past podcast that it's a trigger for me because one of the things that my dad always said was I can't friggin' wait for retirement because he thought at retirement, that was when life was going to be celebrated. He was going to have freedom. And that's when he was really going to enjoy his life, but he didn't make it to retirement. So I'm very passionate about in this coasting, whatever you think that wedding, that next vacation, the uh, retirement, whatever you think that event is going to give you the feeling, is it going to make you feel free? Is it going to make you feel at peace? Find that peace now, even if you decide to coast. That's just kind of a side note there. But coasting, again, is just kind of, I gave it my best shot. This is the way it is for me. My life is good. I'm just going to see how things go. That's coasting mode. And quite honestly, most people are in this. The second one is the chasing mode. Some people would call this midlife crisis because they see drastic changes in people. They're kind of blowing things up, their relationships, their careers, they're buying cars, they're overspending, they're having affairs, they're jumping job to job or agency to agency. And I'm not here to say that there isn't a time and place to blow things up. I blew my 22-year career up when I was 45 years old. I was a financial advisor because I was seeking my inside calling, that inner calling that was telling me that I was made for different and was made for more. So what I'm talking about here is really blowing things up, drastic changes, chasing things that are on the outside of you. That's chasing, hopping from one thing to the other, looking for that satisfaction on the outside. But what you're really desiring in this chase is a feeling. And that feeling is actually inside you. And that's why the chase continues because we're looking for that fix, you know, from a car, relationship, a new job, we're looking for a fix. And in order to continue with the fix, we keep jumping, we keep chasing. The third one is choosing a mode of curiosity. Curiosity mode is an adventure. It's a scavenger hunt. When you choose curiosity, you're choosing the journey. You recognize that it's a journey. You don't go from point A to point Z in a scavenger hunt. There's a lot of stops along the way. There's prizes along the way. You get little gifts. It's very interesting. This is no different. And that's the fun in it. And in this mode, you're less focused on it being right, like the right decision, and more focused on the adventure, the excitement, the lessons, the growth, the expansion, getting to know yourself. That's the fun in it. That's the fun in the journey. And when you follow this with curiosity, like you follow your passions with curiosity, it's pretty cool where it leads you. I think about my journey when I left my position as a financial advisor nine years ago. I really didn't know what was next for me. And it's not like I had a trust fund or a big savings account where I could just go out and play. I just decided that 
I was going to just continue to listen to the voice that I avoided for over 45 years, I was going to start listening to her. I was going to start following what her desires were, what was important to her, what mattered to her, what her beliefs were, what her values were, what her passions were. So that's how I began the journey. And my journey started with deciding that I wanted to take my story and help others with it. So I went to what I knew, and that was social media, and I did some online videos. And in that, I was offered an opportunity in affiliate marketing. So I did that for a little bit. And also a gentleman found one of my videos and called me up and asked me to consult him in his speaking and coaching business. I did that part-time from New York. And then he called me about four or five months later and offered me a position out here in Colorado. So I sold my home and, and most of my stuff and moved across country. And my son later joined me. And I did that work for a little over a year. And then I went into consulting where I consulted other speakers, other coaches. And during that time, that's when that inner voice got louder that said, Linda, now it's time to use your knowing, to use your knowledge and give that to other women. So that's how the Linda Ann Barber coaching brand was developed. So my point here is nine years ago, I couldn't have sat down and wrote this story. I could not have done that. And everything that had happened, all the treasures that I opened up, all the boxes I opened up along the way really make a lot of sense today. Sometimes they weren't very pleasant. Sometimes they were, many times they were, but sometimes they weren't. But now today, it all makes sense because it, it all prepared me for today. And that's what's available for you. So how do you show up in this curiosity? Two things. One, you must be open to what's still possible for you with not a lot of judgment. Just be open to be, again, curious and explore it. And the other is asking yourself these two questions. Ask yourself, who am I and who do I want to become? Who am I? You might be thinking like I did, oh, I'm a single mom. I'm a financial advisor. I'm a football mom who makes 200 meatballs every Friday night. I'm a court warrior. That's who I am. But really, that's not who I am. Those were titles that I I had given myself. And by the way, we're the creator of those titles. We decide what our title is going to be. Who I am, who you are, is in your values. What do you value? What's important to you? What matters to you? What are your beliefs? What are your interests? Who inspires you? What inspires you? What fires you up from inside? That's who you are. And when you're in this curiosity phase, your work is just to explore that. So I think about a few people. I think about a client of mine who loves horses. And she decided to take this class. And it was a certification on understanding how horses can actually heal someone. Then she hired me. And from that, she's created a coaching business for herself. And she uses the horses for her local clients and has a program as well 
for her online clients. So her interest in horses led her to this point. Another person I know loves to declutter, loves to organize. So she created a business around closet organizing. So people hire her to go in and clean out their closets. I was just on social media and one of the things that I saw was someone that I grew up with said how she loved to crochet. So she just started having a lot of fun making these baby outfits. Now she's on social media selling them. So not that you have to create a business from what your curiosity is, but if that's what you desire, that's what's available to you. But your work is to follow your passion. So it could be something that like you always hear, like, ask your friends, what am I good at? Or maybe you love to entertain where some people get really frazzled. You're like, oh, I don't care if there's five or 50. And then put yourself in those situations. That's the key is to line up to all those passions and just see where it goes. I have a family member who loves to entertain. So she started doing charcuterie boards and then people asked her, hey, can I pay you to do a charcuterie board? Now she's got a little side hustle with it and she's having a blast. It's fun. It's fun. So your work here is as you keep uncovering, as you're curious as to who you are, you're going to recognize that there's things in your life that don't line up to that. And that's your work. Your work is to kind of weed out your environment and then intentionally invite more of what ignites you, fires you up, revs you up, invite more of that into your life. And it takes intentionality. And the second question, who do I want to become? Remember, you're the creator of those titles. So since you're the creator, you can create the woman you want to become. Now, I have clients that say to me, I didn't even tell my husband this. I don't even talk to my best friend about this. I, you know, because when I think about it, I'm excited. But then when I go to say it, I'm like, this is stupid. What am I thinking? Where's this going to go? This isn't special enough. You can get in your head and create judgment, but no one is judging you. I want you to ask yourself, who do I want to become? What are some of my inner nudges? What do I see out in the world that I see others doing that seems so interesting to me? What do I enjoy doing currently that I want to expand on that? I love to cook. I want to expand on that. I want to become a chef. I want to become a social media person who shares recipes with people. For me, I wanted to become a life coach, a very successful life coach, a million dollar life coach. So my work here is who am I? How does she show up every day? How does she show up for her clients? How does she bring value to the world? How does she create impact, everlasting impact globally? And then your work in this is to start being her now. Start being her now. Again, going back to what we just talked about, look for opportunities, recognize what doesn't line up to you that is would actually be in your way. And then go and intentionally look for opportunities where you can line up to her. Be her now. That's the joy of it. When you use curiosity, you are free to discover. 
you are free to create. You're even free to ignite more of the woman that you already are on the inside at your soul level. Again, you would not have the desire inside you if it wasn't meant for you. You would not have the desire if it wasn't meant for you. So get curious about that and see what's there for you. So in recapping, you get to decide And I understand that that can sometimes feel like a lot of responsibility. So we avoid it. We get busy. But if you want fulfillment, if you want peace, whatever feeling, energy, aliveness in your life, it starts with intentionality with a decision, an intentional decision to decide how you're going to show up in your life. Are you going to show up coasting, chasing, or with curiosity? So my beautiful friend... I have a couple questions for you. What mode are you in currently? And what mode will you now choose? With that, I love you much. I'll see you next time. Hey friend, if you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love to know what resonated with you so I can bring you more of what you're looking for. Feel free to tag me on your stories and social media or reach out to me directly. I'd love to connect with you. Look forward to talking to you soon. Hey friend, if you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love to know what resonated with you so I can bring you more of what you're looking for. Feel free to tag me on your stories and social media or reach out to me directly. I'd love to connect with you. Look forward to talking to you soon.